0: Why would I stop loving you a hundred years from now It's only time, it's only time, it's only time What could stop this beating heart once it's made
1: Hello and welcome back to Enter the Asylum, a podcast where two brothers watch the exact same film on repeat over and over again until we go slowly insane. Uh, I'm your uh, your time traveling <laughs> host, Benjamin. <laughs> 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 uh, it's yeah. So this is this is we watched uh, Journey to the Center of the Earth again, uh, the second week in a row. Uh, this is the new podcast now. So we're going to watch her... General Dinosaur. Uh, Time movies, I think, is going to be our new genre. This podcast Journey's is all going to to about that. the
2: of the Earth Two, also known as One Hundred Million BC. I will say though, I liked this one a lot more.
1: It's the same film, uh, so I mean, made the second watch of this of the same movie uh, was a lot better than the first watch. I gotta say, I felt there was wow, maybe less character development. It was probably a little sl- slightly more entertaining. Um.
2: You know what? Um... You know what? I, I, my, my rule of thumb with asylum films is the more they dispense with character development, the better it is. Because mm. the sooner the asylum comes to terms, it gets rid of all the fact stupid that,
1: characters.
2: Yeah, because they keep sort of treating it kind of seriously, like oh, we have to sort of establish these characters, but they're too lazy to actually do it right. So. The rule of thumb for any asylum film is the more they just dispense with that crap entirely like don't even try because you're bad at it. You Absolutely. can't do it well, so just don't do it at all. And yeah, it's actually always makes for a better film. Um, I I'm not going to lie, I actually kind of liked this one.
1: It was fun to it was some fun. extent. It, there's some, there's some had... real sloggy scenes in this movie.
2: Oh, absolutely, but not nearly as much as the last one. Mm. Um, it even had uh, the same actor from from Journey to the Center of the Earth doing basically the same role, <laughs> the, uh, the the mustache guy right. um, who was the, like, um, well, in this one, he's the army man. The previous one, he was, like, the scientist man, but he's basically staying behind in the lab.
1: Oof. It's kind of weird that we're, like... I don't know. I'm not sure why Sam released both of these films at like pretty much the exact same time.
2: I feel like they made them at the exact same time. Sure.
1: Because funny when you think about these two films, they're actually, they're sort of like weird alternative versions of each other. Yeah, I. Journey the Center of Earth. It's an all female crew who goes down to the Earth. And they fight dinosaurs in the Earth. Well, this one, it's an all-male crew until later in the film. And they're in the past on the Earth, and they have to fight dinosaurs on the Earth, you know?
2: It's an all-male crew crew who go down to find a mixed-gender crew who become the main characters of the movie. That This all-male crew that you start the movie with, um, don't... Don't worry about these guys because <laughs> none of them will matter by the none of them will matter by the halfway point of the movie. I think only one of them survives out of like twelve.
1: Mm-hmm. I want
2: to say, like, I I feel like three of them get killed by the crocodile.
1: Uh, that yeah, I want to say that's very correct. But we'll get into I, that.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're off so quickly. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, it's a little awkward. Um, because what we went from like sort of a dumb time travel movie. Uh, that was not the asylum to be fair, but you know on our list, followed by you know a stupid dinosaur movie, followed by a stupid time travel dinosaur movie. Mhm. And then before that we had a car movie, and the next time we're gonna have another car movie. So I think I think car setting. I think car them.
2: car movies still beats out all of these. Street Racer mm. is like far and away the best movie we've done recently.
1: Yeah, I think that one, again that's that's probably because it had a very limited selection of characters it played with
2: You know, I mean honestly, actually you know what, that was that actually had the hardest attempt at a character development, but that one they actually kind of succeeded so. Right,
1: to some extent
2: that was That's the exception to the rule I feel like someone besides the usual crew made that one
1: You'd be surprised, I'm pretty sure it's like the same people
2: it's always the but they but they always bring in other directors. Right. So maybe they just had a good day.
1: In fact, with 1 million, 100, 100 Billion million BC, the movie is by Griff first as Louis Myman. He has like a secret name for this movie.
2: Griff first as Louis Myman.
1: Yeah, he has a hidden name for this one. Okay. And I'm pretty sure this is like. This <laughs> is pretty. He is. It, I'm pretty sure this is kind of the only uh, sci fi film he did.
2: Griff first is such an unfortunate name.
1: Mm, that's why he changed. Like, that's not true, actually. He did. I. I am Omega and Universal Soldiers, So.
2: Wow, he did wow. shit. Yeah, this is so much better than those other movies. <laughs> I hey he hey you know what he's improving.
1: This is the only one where he has a different name, and so maybe he was embarrassed of this movie, though.
2: That's a, that's amazing to me because this is a way better movie than those other two.
1: Right. Because apparently, typically, he either gives Griff first or GE first. so... Gurf Fist. Gurf Fist. Gurf Fist. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, yeah, you know. You'd never want to look too deep into the directors of the asylum, because I think you'll probably find potentially sad things. Maybe
2: I would believe it.
1: All right. Anyway, let's get into this sad film, I guess then. Let's do it. Uh, yeah, yeah. Was this film begins with some stupid mountain shots? Get it over with you know, asylum, you know, these the usual asylum dribble of uh, yeah, stock the, the stock mountains. footage
2: of mountains and then there's climbers and then they find some like petroglyph and shit, yeah, whatever. Right. Actually oh, yeah. Yeah, actually it, <laughs> actually this is actually important. <laughs> but these two climbers, they they kind of set them up as if like, oh, like you're going to like th- we don't ever see these characters again, right? No. No. Okay. Okay. It's they like they, they give
1: they... the woman in this so- like this scene a name as well.
2: They give her a name and they give like and they have some banter. and so like they're sort of set up as if like, oh, these are gonna be characters, and they're literally just here to find this thing that is actually really important to the plot. Um, they're in Argentina, mm-hmm. um, which is which is known for its dinosaur bones. This will also become important. But they're in Argentina, they're rock climbing on a cliff. They um, they find... Wo- the woman almost dies. Yes, she, she, like, fall- falls. She, her
1: harness snaps smacks and she Smacks her falls.
2: head. Smacks her head. She's wearing a helmet. But she smacks her head on a rock cliff. Even with the helmet, she should be dead. Right. Um, but she's not. So, whatever. Um, and then she spots a petroglyph, but it's of a dinosaur. And it's this really cute little drawing of a dinosaur. Um, and then they look up, and they see the perfectly perfectly uh um uh the perfect remains of a t-rex skull half embedded in the in the rock face yeah and it's like if you know anything about how like bones are found it makes no sense because like it's like because because normally well
1: don't worry john because they give a very good reason why that dinosaur bone is in there like that
2: it still makes no sense it still makes no sense <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. sense it still makes no goddamn sense but it looks awesome i will right. say that i think it's cgi but it's actually kind of convincing cuz it's just a st- cuz it's not moving it's just a still shot of a t-rex skull with like the back of it embedded in the rock face and then like parts of it like sticking out and it looks awesome. I will say it's one of the best pieces of CGI the asylum has ever done. Mm. I think mostly because it doesn't move.
1: Yeah, because it's weird. Because the CGI in the rest of this film is actually pretty shitty.
2: It's pretty bad. It's and pretty bad.
1: Uh, not only that, but like the again, Sin of the Earth had better CGI dinosaurs, and that's not saying much. I think but the spiders kind of were embarrassing. The best.
2: The spiders were the best CGI thing in *Journey to the Center of the Earth*, um, but still, still pretty bad. But um, yeah, I mean, no, the CGI can be good as long as it does not move. As mm-hmm. long as it is a, of a static object, it's great. But that's but but yeah.
1: Yeah. So yeah, they find this cave full of like you know uh, petroglyphs and their stuff, and then we cut to credits.
2: Oh, these credits are actually kind of fun. What do you? What did you think of the credits?
1: I don't remember them actually. <laughs> admittedly,
2: they. I. I oh, actually well, the credits actually read, dude, aren't the were...
1: credits. The part where they're showing all of the uh, military dudes, like just in sunglasses or whatever, looking at stuff.
2: Um. No. No, the the credits are like stock footage of like landscapes, and and the words keep zooming out, like uh, or in from like like it's like big text zooming down to small text, so it's like going like. Woof. Uh, the Asylum presents, woof, 100 million BC, like the, the, the text like keeps like zooming past the camera and then like down to like uh, the, the, in the shot. Um, it's very goofy and I actually was really into it. I was like, yeah. Yeah, this is good. This is like this is more what the asylum should should be doing. It's it should not they shouldn't be trying to do serious credits. The goofier the better.
1: There's a bit near the end where they have the, they have like a bunch of shots of the uh the seal team we see later in the movie of all of them in their car looking around, you know, taking their sunglasses off and of stuff. And it's weird because they sort of like edit it to make it look like this these are going to be shots for later in the movie,
2: mm-hmm. you know
1: what I'm saying? They're sort of playing it off yeah. like, you know, these are all important characters who matter,
2: though. Yeah, so, so, yeah, this is where we're introduced to, yeah, like a uh, uh, SEAL Team Seven, I guess. Um, and they, yeah, it's, um, they, I think they're, they're driving in, they're, they're all like a uh, game of a van and walking into like an office building, basically. And, um, my favorite is when they they they're they're lined up in a hallway, uh, waiting for what's his name, mustache guy from the from Journey to the Center of the Earth comes out to like tell them like at ease he's their commander or something, I guess. Um but they're lined up in the hallway. Like like a, a narrow. Well, not only office that, but, right? What's crazy hallway. is this
1: there's a scene before that where they all get out of the car at the exact same time.
2: Oh, I don't understand
1: that. why they they did that. Beats me. <laughs> it's a lot of work, and none of these car- not, seemingly none of these characters know each other, either.
2: They're, well, you would think that them being on a SEAL team, you'd think they would have a lot of camaraderie and like you know, um, you know, valor, and they've probably like fought a bunch together, but maybe not. Because they they, seem, they do they, seem like the, <laughs> they feel they, like
1: none of them know each other.
2: I feel like these are the SEAL Team Six rejects, mm, uh, which mm. is why I'm gonna call them SEAL Team Seven. Um, SEAL Team Seven made up in basically entirely of the um, "How do I get out of this chicken shit outfit?" guy. <laughs> I was thinking, like, yeah, th- that's a good character. <laughs> <laughs> like, like they're all that. They're all that guy. <laughs>
1: Yeah, so they all line up with this captain guy who's like... He he, he, wa- he wants them on because they're all really good at search and rescue, and they're really good at their jobs, apparently. And they're re- apparently really, really good. Like, they're apparently, apparently. so good. They're really good. <laughs> Definitely worth bringing on this mission.
2: Totally, yes. um You can trust SEAL Team 7 all the way. <laughs> um So this is where we get the debriefing, where they're sitting in a teacher's lounge. Mm-hmm. There's... It's supposed I'm to be an still, auditorium, yes. and they have a PowerPoint playing, but it's clearly a teacher's lounge. Uh, it just has couch. It doesn't have like like auditorium seating. It's just a bunch of couches.
1: The voice dubbing in this movie is very weird. If you noticed it. There's I this one guy him. who it's... has this very deep voice, but it yes. feels like it's not coming out of his mouth ever. It
2: doesn't match him at all. It's and deeply, deeply he's upsetting one... every
1: time he speaks.
2: <laughs> he's the one giving all the orders, and yeah, he he has a voice like "move it."
1: Uh, <laughs> right? It's like, and it's coming. To this guy's commander, voice, take he, the he, right. It's sort know? of like a um.
2: He just he just does not have a face to match that voice he has a very deep authoritative voice and he it just does not fit him right. at all and i'm like there's no fucking way that's his actual voice. it gives me
1: a really intense uncanny valley feeling yeah when i hear it and i see his face at the same time i i totally immediately took it out of the movie
2: there's right? no way that like he looks like just like a like a weedy like frat guy mm. basically and and it's like there's no way this guy has that voice.
1: I'll definitely throw in a clip or two later, um, because but there's the a clips are... one or two things he says that I think everyone should hear.
2: But the clip doesn't help you though, because like if no, you know you, you hear can't this see. Voice... But it's, it's
1: also it's just very bad. The acting is also just the dialogue's very bad, bad too. Though.
2: The dialogue's bad too. But but like but yeah no it's it's very yeah you're right. Uncanny valley is a good way to put it.
1: So everyone's assembled for the speech from this man who claims he's from MIT and he joined the military when he was twelve.
2: Oh, this is the old guy, right? Yes. Okay, yeah. So, so, so for context, this guy is like sixty something years old.
1: He's apparently supposed to be seventy-nine years old. Wait, wait. wait. He sorry, he sixty-nine just, okay. years old.
2: He's you're, you're right. It's wait. Hold on, sixty-nine. He was born There's in
1: no... nineteen thirty. When does the movie takes out? place in two
2: thousand nine? That's. Okay, wait, no, wait. He said he was born in nineteen thirty nine. Nineteen thirty. Nineteen thirty. Okay, so nineteen thirty, and this movie came out when two thousand nine. That movie would be seventy nine then. Seventy nine years. Yeah, seventy nine okay. years old. But he. He does the. So I. I'm. I'm. I'm sure they were like. They want to say like, yes, this man is seventy nine years old. This guy, this is a guy. The real reason is why is because like... they want to,
1: they want to like partake. They want to, ha- they want to have this stupid conspiracy theory narrative laid to him cause they wanna right, right, because they want to bring back this real the, world storyline they, 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 thing. They
2: rolled the Philadelphia experiment. Yeah, into he was it a
1: researcher. In- on what they call Project Rainbow in this movie, but it's the Philadelphia Experiment.
2: It's the Philadelphia... Well, they even name it the Philadelphia Experiment. Like, one one of the... One of the SEAL Team 7 guys actually knows what the Philadelphia Experiment is, and he explains what it is. Like... Oh, I've heard of that. I heard that blah blah blah, um, and and the Philadelphia experiments a real conspiracy theory blah blah blah. All you really need to know is that like there's this conspiracy theory that like after World War II, the U.S. military was able to teleport a battleship, um, and that like a bunch of the sailors either got really sick or were like embedded in the metal of the ship uh, when it teleported, and it was a and so like so the government discovered this technology and. Then like totally covered up and kept it secret. That's the big conspiracy theory. It's like fucking insane. There's like no evidence for it. Yeah, Uh, and also kind of a tragic story story. with the
1: guy who like quote unquote discovered it. Well, oh yeah, um, he he wasn't.
2: He he wouldn't say. Yeah, yeah, it's Morris K
1: Jessup. Yeah, he commits suicide later. Like after that. That guy some Jessup.
2: Books. Oh my god. That's like that happens to all of these I'm gonna go off on a little tangent here. But like that happened to the same guy who was observing this shit at like Kirtland Air Force Base and then like um and then th- and then thought what and then like in took all like uh, um, pictures and you know recordings of it and then brought it brought to the Air Force and the Air Force like freaked out because they thought it was like like they they knew he was he was like um, recording their their secret military tests uh, um, of like experimental uh, aircraft and instead that guy went like I think this is extraterrestrials and the Air Force just went yeah yeah <laughs> totally and and they just like and they just um like like uh, they just like fed him a bunch of shit right. um Presumably. and they were like no 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 this is proven there's is a it? guy no okay. no no! the guy who fed him all the shit about like yes it's aliens and they and made up a bunch of like conspiracy theories to feed to this guy to then feed to the uh ufo community that guy has come forward about this that's this is what all they want clothes. you to
1: think john that's, that, he yeah, was just that is, uh, one of the lizard men trying to cover his tracks, John.
2: That like I, I love that that the UFO conspiracy is itself a government conspiracy. Mm-hmm. I love that. There's it's so fucking meta. It blows your goddamn mind. Um, but that guy. I forget his name, but that guy has a really tragic ending, too. All of these guys have, like, really tragic endings. Probably because, like, they realize they've been, like, just gypped their whole life. Mm. Uh, they were... Yeah, no. Anyway. Um,
1: that and conspiracy theories typically don't have answers, ever. There's no, like, conclusion, right? Or, well, no, I always... I could see if you're really no, obsessed with that thing con- to the point where you make your conclusion. entire personality about these conspiracy theories...
2: The, the problem is there is a conclusion, and it's not about you find evidence and then you come to a conclusion. It's you come to a conclusion and then you search desperately for any piece of evidence to fit that conclusion.
1: Mm. Well, I don't know. I think a lot of people expect there to be some sort of, like, big reveal though, at the end of it all, right? Oh, yeah. Where, like, you know, the government steps up and says, oh, you, fe- I, you found me out. You caught me
2: the the i feel like if 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 the whole I, this uh, is like i don't know
1: i guess we're, we i guess talking about this too much is like cuz i don't have any degrees or anything
2: i feel like if if th- this is the the grand delusion of conspiracy theorists and if anyone and not just conspiracy theorists this was kind of a grand delusion of a lot of people for a while but if the snowden shit should, should have taught us anything it's that you can reveal the craziest things the government does and everyone will hear it and go yeah
1: probably sure no
2: that's that's what happened that's what happened uh-huh. like there was oh yeah like, i was like, saying we, that was we, the
1: public's reaction john
2: we found out that like the nsa has been like listening on everything we're doing and everyone's reaction was oh that's kind of messed up sort and that's it because it. because yeah. we all kind of recognize it's like well what are we gonna do about it right i don't know you know it's it's like it's knowledge without power anyway this is so. getting kind of depressing. Let's get back to the goofy movie. <laughs>
1: yes. So anyway, uh, this, this, the research this fucking jarhead knows about
2: the Philadelphia experiment, um, and right. then and then what happens? Oh, and then seventy nine year old man who is clearly not seventy nine years no, old. No, no, of course he not. He is like he's at at oldest. He is in his young sixties. Mm. At oldest. You know,
1: that's it. So he started working in the military when he was twelve, and started working on the Philadelphia <laughs> Project when he was nineteen.
2: Hey, it was World War Two. Okay, yeah, like... it
1: happens. You know, uh, he then reveals that he took his older brother Eric into. Okay, so this is also, okay. Sorry, this is more important to mention. The Philadelphia Project was not teleportation. It was also, it was actually time travel the entire time. So time that's time. why all the dudes were lodged in the walls because they actually went back in time to a point where the boat was in that position causing them to be stuck in a wall. Mm-hmm. So Oops. he then reveals that his older brother, Eric was all also part of this you know, project. And then they activate the time portal and he got stranded 70 million years in the past. So mm-hmm. now he's been working on fixing the mistake for the, like the rest of his life afterwards.
2: He says something really funny. Um, and wait, did I say seventy million years or hundred million years? Seventy million years. Okay.
1: I know the movie is <laughs> called Hundred Million BC. Uh, no, but he does I know it's seventy million years.
2: No, it's fine. It's fine because um, a jo- uh, Something I was gonna point out was um, T Rexes play a big part in this movie, and T Rexes were not around a hundred million years ago. So they actually kind of covered their tracks there. Um, but yes, you know, the title of the movie is a hundred million BC. Yeah, um, I, guess but, I um, it was better what was title. I going to say oh there was a funny line in the scene where um, he says um, um, the, one, of the, one, of the, one of the jarheads asks him um, um, so like why didn't you just go back like two weeks or something like why so far back and the, the old man goes um, we were worried about creating a paradox so we went back a hundred million years which is stupid
1: too because um, this movie <laughs> ignores that story point Completely.
2: Which we'll oh, get yeah, later. no... Oh god, yeah, no. The the ending of this movie just obliterates that concern. They just completely forgot about that. So I- but I love the I but I love the idea of oh, we want to avoid a paradox. So we went even further. <laughs> For no reason. <laughs> we went back to before humanity. Well, obviously, these guys didn't see that Simpsons Halloween episode where Homer Simpson keeps taking the toaster back to the the dinosaur age and keeps fucking everything mm. up. Uh, but I but I just love that logic. It's like, "Oh, if we go back of few years we could cause a paradox and that so we have to go back 100 million years and there's no chance of a paradox there
1: also it's very pointless too why go go so far back why not just like a good thousand
2: um they also kind of address a bunch of stuff that yes doesn't i bet you're
1: wondering john how does he know that the this brother is alive in 70 million years in the past Oh, well, I actually was not wondering
2: that, but yes.
1: He then reveals, he shows pictures of petroglyphs and writing on uh, an ancient cave the petroglyphs wall petroglyphs that were found, found at the in the, of movie, the movie. And yes. reading a giant words, Frank, it wasn't your fault. Yeah. Probably written by his brother, Eric. Oh my God, that's crazy.
2: I love that that survived 70 million years. That, it was, that was very good pet- paint. That fucking petroglyph survived seventy million years. In like
1: the opening, it seems like just out in the open. It's fine.
2: You know how famously it's,
1: petroglyphs it... like they 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 save very well. Like there's no problem. Oh. They 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 last just fine forever. Yeah, there's no, no issue you know of know trying how to like... conserve them or anything at all. Just, you know, know how there.
2: like most of them are only like a few thousand years old, like at the most maybe like seven or eight thousand years old, and they're all fine. They're, yeah, like, yeah, they're all fine. There's no
1: problems with it, <laughs> and that's no why problems. that one cave in uh, England is always open for everyone to see at all times.
2: Absolutely, you know, ten thousand years—that's like the oldest, like you know, petroglyph, and it's and yeah, no, they're just everywhere. It's fine. <laughs> It's 70 funny.
1: million years, is a, that's a walk in a park for a petroglyph, you know? 70 million years. There's there. there's
2: not even a goddamn mountain left after 70 <laughs> million years. Well, actually, I'll really- have you know,
1: John, that 70 years later, that mountain gets a little bit taller, apparently.
2: That, I love that I fucking love that they go back in time and he like <laughs> sees this mountain and he compares it to a picture of what it looks like in the present day and it's only a little bit different like the peak is a little like you like nubbed down that's it it's like and he's just kind of like yeah that's it see it's like the, it's like it's like like, like like South America is like halfway across the globe by this point what the fuck right. are you talking about? It's, fine. <laughs> it's
1: um, fine So anyway He then shows them a what I think is supposed to be A live video feed of the Rainbow Project Lab Oh I no th- I thought it was a window I No no well no it's definitely not a window Because it's clearly <laughs> That it doesn't make any sense
2: It doesn't make any sense but I think it's a window I think they were trying to do a Jurassic Park thing
1: No it's it's definitely not a window because, Are you sure about well, that I'm pretty sure what he's showing a projector um, no,
2: but there's a door that opens.
1: There's no door that opens. I no, think there's a door
2: sometimes. that opens.
1: There's no door that opens because they don't go in any door in this movie.
2: No, no, it's a, it's a window, but the door opens uh, on the window. It's clearly a projector
1: vid- live video he, well, yes, feed it, that, for some reason, no. is being shown through the projector. Pretty certain.
2: No, 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 no. I'm pretty telling certain. you. No, 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 I'm telling you. they they wanted. That's why all the SEAL Team 7 guys get up, and they're like, ooh, and they well, like no, walk up to Well, no, because it's very stupid it and
1: nonsensical. Like, it doesn't make any logical sense, though, John. Because I know, it, it, he's it, using it looks the, like shit. The projector is a bunch of photos, and then it turns into a window.
2: So he turned off the projector, and then you see a door open, and it reveals that it's the proje- it was actually projecting on a window, which is looking on the lab. Right, well, so I, that's very I,
1: stupid, though, John, because they're in a little, like, I'm office. Of they're, like, they're like a little lounge, like a lounge where you go to sit and maybe yeah. eat your lunch or something.
2: No, yeah, and this lounge just has a window onto the the, the big secret warehouse lab, uh, where they have the top secret time travel project. No, I know it's it's it doesn't look like because it is obviously just CGI, like on the wall, and it's like faded on the corners. It looks like shit, but I'm telling you, they what they were trying to convey that that was a window. Right, I am a hundred percent certain of this. But anyway, he wants because to you hire. See it open.
1: Yeah. He wants to hire out the SEAL team six dudes to work for him and save Eric. Right, right, right. Sorry for interrupting you there.
2: Um no no. Um <laughs> uh, I, I, I I was finished with what I was saying. Um Yeah, I feel like wasn't there something they say to try to convince them, but I forgot. Oh, nah, they who they who barely cares need
1: convince. these characters barely need convincing anyway
2: um and you're and you don't need to know any of these characters like i said they're all just that guy from aliens um and um, it's like eight really... or so of
1: them they're all gonna die in the next 20 minutes you know so it's uh, like they're yeah.
2: gonna die in the next like 10 minutes mm. basically um like yeah they do not handle it well oh and then yeah they're in the warehouse so there's a bunch of shit about like um oh the oxygen levels in the cretaceous are half the amount they are today so um I, you take some oxygen capsules um and then like so they're given each like a little like paper cup with like Um, so you're gonna take this for oxygen, and then you're gonna, and then the time travel induces nausea, so you're gonna take this nausea pill, and then also you're gonna take this third pill, and I forgot what that one is, but then they all get their little paper cups, and they're just kind of, like, looking, kind of giving, like, him a blank stare, and just kind of, like, holding their, their cups, like, what... And then finally, and then finally, their commander goes like, "You heard it, Take your pills." No, it's not the
1: commander guy. Yeah, it's the guy who has the really weird deep voice we mentioned that's, earlier.
2: Oh, that—that's what I mean. That's what I mean. About I guess he it. is the
1: commander. I guess. I don't know. <laughs> I, don't yeah, know I don't know about uncan- these people. I uncanny guess, commander man. Yeah. Like
2: for some reason, has to tell them to. I'll take throw their in pills. a clip here
1: of this voice because it's like bad. It's
2: bad. Take your fucking pills. Take your fucking pills.
1: He says so quick. It's it's kind of like it's kind of like like all right. You have to do the spit, but uh, no, we're, we we can't redo the take.
2: The old scientist man is like laying out very clearly why they need to take these pills, and for some reason, these jarheads are just like. Totally nonplus and like resistant to Mm -hmm. the idea, and it's only when their commander says it do they take their pills, even though they all act like the aliens guy. I, you know, yeah.
1: Yeah. It's alright. So the portal is finally activated, and then they're all like, "Fuck it, let's go!" So I'll just run in.
2: It's just a beam. It's just like a Star Trek like beam me up Mm -hmm. portal. It's just this like like jet blue like. Uh, ray that's like vertical for some reason. And it's really funny people people step into it and then after a couple seconds they dissolve. Yes, okay. Uh, the
1: animation they give for the entering the portal, I'm gonna make a gif of it and throw it on Twitter if you want to see it because it looks like they get digitized and sucked into a wormhole <laughs> is the way <we> describe it. <laughs> looks like they enter they sort did... a sort of Digimon universe or something. Oh my god, they do get
2: digitized! Oh my god, you're right! Oh my god, it's Digimon! Oh, my God. Can we – Can oh, my God. I'll throw now on I Twitter. There will
1: be description. Check it out because it's, oh my it's God. not a great – It I looks just, like and, it's from and, the 90s, like a, an early 90s sort of like sci-fi movie would probably have this a special effect. And it would be very cutting edge at the time.
2: And my girlfriend pointed out that the sound effect they use—it's the Pokeball
1: uh, sound effect. Yes, yes, it's just, it does that little like, meow, Pokeball sound, <laughs> but meow. they they do it like multiple times this movie, then the portal activates.
2: It's just the it's just the Poke Pokeball sound effect. But now that you've said they get digitized, now I want a montage of every time <laughs> yeah. they step in out of the of the of the, um, of the portal but to the Digimon theme song, which is the best part about of Digimon. Hmm.
1: Hey man, it was careful! Great... You'll you'll <laughs> they'll come out of the weeds, man. Careful, dude.
2: Oh, I don't give a shit. I'm I'm praising Digimon. I'm saying that the theme song was the best thing about Digimon. Mm. It's a great theme song. Everyone remembers it. All
1: right. So they finally get come. They you finally should... arrive back at present day, present time, in the past. Seventy million years in the past.
2: They're seventy million years in the past, and one- and already two of them are embedded in trees.
1: Right. Yeah. And. It's kind of a good look. Actually, I think it's like probably the best bit of practical art we've seen in a while.
2: It's actually a decent practical effect. Yeah, it actually looks pretty okay.
1: Props to Asylum for making a a a, a piece of practical effect that looked nice.
2: It actually looked all right. Yeah. They
1: haven't done anything I, that good since I don't know, like King of the Hill or uh, sorry, King of the Ant. King of the <laughs>
2: <laughs> um
1: so yeah anyway the professor then informs them that a rod in the ground is the only thing keeping the wormhole open so it can't be damaged at all unless or, or they'll all be trapped there so we'll. Like so we're
2: just gonna leave this here by itself yes
1: It'll be fine, I guess. I'm in the
2: in the air of dinosaurs, I'm sure it'll be fine.
1: It's funny because they have no reason to do this either because late in the movie they move the rod around freely.
2: All the way over the place, yeah.
1: So, I, I don't know.
2: No consistency in this movie whatsoever.
1: And then suddenly a Stegosaurus appears behind them and fuck, does the CGI suck. It looks like a, like a Play-Doh monster, man.
2: Uh, Stegosaurus or a Brachiosaurus?
1: I don't care, John.
2: Is it one of the long Dumb neck
1: ones. long dinosaur.
2: Brachiosaurus. Stegosaurus is the one with the, with the spines on its back.
1: Hmm. I bet they smell bad anyway, so I don't care.
2: Well, yeah, their eggs stink.
1: I bet they're so. gross and lame. And apparently they all <laughs> taste like chicken, so, you know, whatever.
2: Oh, right, yes, as the, a as the previous movie taught us.
1: So, or that's all spooky and everything... Uh, later they're walking through some water and then some acid plants shoot some acid at one of the dudes. There's
2: some, there's goddamn acid plants. Just like
1: in of the Earth. Remember the stupid little acid plant thingies? It's the same
2: concept. Oh, oh, I fucking love this scene because it's like, like, like the, um, the, the, the dinosaur with the frill neck in Jurassic Park that spits the venom. Um, so this is a plant that does this big gross CGI plant spits it into this guy's eyes. And the other SEAL Team 7 guys kind of laugh at him and uh, just laugh. It's and so upsetting like,
1: too, actually, for a lot of reasons. No, this is, this
2: is so upsetting. So they laugh at him and they're like, like, oh, look at Charlie over here. Like, yeah, hey, you doing all right? And he's like clutching his face. He pulls his hands down and he's bleeding from his eyes, screaming and then Runs into the water and they try to grab him and like hold him, but he runs into the water to try to like get like f- like water off his like uh uh his face. And then a crocodile top, that comes and, that's and kills it. like three of them. You don't get a good shot of the crocodile it eater. Sucks. It's just a, it's just a big like CGI like like dino fish that you only see like little bits of. It's and this is like a very poorly edited mm. thing, so you barely understand what's happening. And then, the- but when it's all over, about half of the guys are gone.
1: And then the commander's reaction this is to call everyone a bunch of girls and to keep moving forward and it's like what the fuck and in fact the commander's constantly causing everyone a girl for this entire movie it's like it felt like the the writer had some issues for sure i think that's
2: just what i think that's just what they do in the military
1: they just repeat they call everyone a girl and that's not an insult i don't know it feels a bit it feels very uh attacked on
2: Maybe the military has become more. Maybe the military has become more woke, but it's never <laughs> been, you know, all that, uh, you know, inclusive. Should we say?
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Actually, there's a line you just reminded me of this. I'm gonna forget it. It's it's a little bit later on, um, but um, but I but I'm gonna forget this if I don't say it now. Um, the. Um, so they find the, the survivors, I'm skipping ahead a little, but, but, but they find the, the, the four, survive, four of the survivors from the original folks back in the 50s who, 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 um, who came to dinosaur times. And two of them are men, two of them are women. And one of the, the, the SEAL Team 7 guys says, i am come from the 21st century and we don't even allow women in combat. Uh, how is it that that in the fifties? Right. There yeah, were, well, there we were can get women... this right
1: now, I guess. But I'm. Um, why do but exposition like... for this part, Asylum? Why bring this... Why, why you can do exposition for any aspect from your movie, and you use this one you pick this and i think i think they expl-
2: i think the women explained it's like well we're nurses so right. that's why they said this a lot but sure but that's way. but that's not <laughs> like, yeah, but that's not fine. the problem that's not the problem here that's not the problem here he says in the tweets i come from the 21st century and we don't even allow women in combat fuck yes we do there were women in combat in the iraq war we totally let women be in combat what the fuck are you talking about
1: mm. It, again, it feels like that weird was the part I found upsetting. it feels weird asylum That was it's weird. That was the asylum. part I
2: found upsetting.
1: Weird asylum things, I don't know. Sam likes doing this a lot. It's weird. Oh, we yeah, just we so. just watched Center of the Earth, which is an all female cast, more or less. <laughs> right? It's a little weird. Yeah. It's weird no, we're hopping right. from that into here. It's like what someone obviously a different person wrote this film obviously, and it being the I'm Omega dude was the director, kind of, you know. That's not surprising.
2: I guess, yeah. Um, so I I skipped ahead a bunch, but um, did we actually skip over anything?
1: Uh, a little bit. Oh the rapt. Oh the raptors. Yes, they attack. they later on they walk by some clearly botanical garden decorations.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's just Griffith Park.
1: And then uh, the one of the search soldiers' names, who's Burke, is the only guy who wrote down the name of that soldier. Is the only one I wrote down. He panics, starts shooting at nothing. This causes the commander to walk over to him, check out, like, "Why are you shooting things?" And he's all freaked out by something's like in the, oh, so the woods, right? And then suddenly the raptor jumps out, eats the commander oh and he's dead. when
2: the raptor jumps out i love that because it moves so absurdly fast because it's a cgi monster but my favorite thing about this was when it when it grabs the soldier it, it gloms onto him it like it, it bites him on the shoulder and like picks him up and just like grabbed and just like runs away with him like immediately but like the way it picked him up was so like Gentle and ragdoll like it, it made me think of like when a bear picks up its, cu- uh, its cub in its mouth, or like when a tiger does that, where it's just like it's just like grabs it by the shoulder, just no, and then just and then just walks off. Mm.
1: After this, everyone just sort of panics and then all everyone runs away, just starts shooting
2: randomly into the bushes.
1: Uh, so everyone runs off. The raptors are slowly, done, slowly hunting down everybody. And
2: the raptors are apparently impervious to bullets because yes, they're shooting cause, like cause, uh, mad. Because
1: their hides are so thick, John. They're able their to hides. withstand bullets. But do you
2: know what can beat a raptor?
1: A bow and arrow, apparently. <laughs> and, so, a spear, uh, and a spear. And a spear. But 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 there's a reason for that, John. Sort of, kind of, not really.
2: <laughs> Why? Please we'll get
1: me. to it, but it's because the the cavemen people are all super soldiers.
2: Uh, not in this time period.
1: <laughs> I guess that's fair, but pe- apparently they are as well.
2: But only when they go to the future.
1: Like they'd still be now, though. Actually, no,
2: no, they wouldn't, because the line that you're, ref- you're referring to—no, be- the thing about the oxygen. Yeah, I know, right? but technically,
1: they're still ha- they still have they like, still oxygen in the past, so I guess they'd be their bodies would still be stronger.
2: Fuck it. Who cares? Who
1: cares? Uh, Anyway, Here. one of the guys runs off. He starts getting clawed up by... And everyone gets attacked by the raptor. Um, And it's suddenly saved by one of the cave dudes who are clearly the former military people. Got sent back to the past. Yada, yada.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, and they just th- chuck spears at the velociraptors and that's way more effective than shooting them with modern assault well, it's rifles. It's funny cuz
1: they do this very stupid little action sequence where they like they lure the raptor over to them and then they stick a spear in the raptor and they fling it over a cliff.
2: Oh it's yeah, way they do like, extra. Pull-vault. They pole vault it <laughs> over themselves.
1: It's super extra and unnecessary. They're just trying to show off super it's, hard.
2: Yeah. Uh yeah.
1: Uh, so and so Frank is then finally reunited with Eric as you know the two brothers finally hug it out.
2: Hey.
1: He, and Eric then reveals that like only the three four of them out of the twenty sent, those mm-hmm. are the ones who survived.
2: Yep, they're, they're the only groom. four left. So it's it's two men, two women. Um, uh, uh, a couple of them have already hooked up, and then. There's Frank's brother, Mm -hmm. and then the fourth woman had the hots for Frank. Yes. Who is now apparently
1: important for some reason.
2: (laughs) It becomes important in the end, Mm -hmm. but but yeah.
1: So the dude who was attacked by the raptor earlier is then sacrificed himself and is eaten by a big T Rex that's chasing everyone. And this T Rex (laughs) is the main villain of this movie.
2: It's a Big main, main villain of the movie. His nickname is Big Red. They've named him Big Red. Oh, here comes Big Red. And he's like fucking
1: Einstein um, smart dude. He's so smart. So I like
2: that. One of my favorite lines in this movie is when um they're they're running back to the cave where they take shelter and they've been running away from Big uh, Red. And when they get back into the cave, there's just the dub like a dubbed line. That's Big Red for you.
1: <laughs> That's a crazy Which thing I- to say. That thing just ate a dude, dude.
2: Come on but i feel like it need i feel like it needs a laugh track to go with that it's just <laughs> che- like, like a,
1: check please
2: that's big red for you <laughs> Um, but um, my the weirdest thing about Big Red is, um, firstly, terrible CGI monster, mm-hmm. CGI awful. Um, the uh, there's a repeated shot where it whips its head around and roars at the camera like super fast. Like I feel like it needs like a neck breaking sound every time um, it does that. But um, it has a huge bulbous head. Like it the 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 shape of the head is completely wrong. It's like the front's okay, but then the back just it looks like a Pachycephalosaurus. It's just got like yeah. this giant like giant skull like sticking out the back. It looks fucking weird. Um I like whoever whoever designed this thing just didn't know shit about dinosaurs.
1: Wow, John, that's crazy. <laughs> I really, expe- who, who? I really expect I really by asylum why, animators why, why, to have research
2: <laughs> or at least to have seen Jurassic Park. Mm. At the very least I expect by asylum animators to have seen a dinosaur movie and be like, "Does this look right? right. Should we, you know, maybe maybe we need to rock it a little bit to make it look more well, like worry, a T-Rex." don't worry John because
1: they have some other fun scenarios where they don't give a shit about dinosaurs or even what they sound like. That's true. So we'll get to that later. Um, so now they're finally back. They're finally camping in their little cave hideout. This is when we get that little conversation about, like, why are they girls here?
2: Right, yeah. So that, yeah, that's when that conversation happens. We've already covered that.
1: Uh, then they get a little talk about, like, who's dating who. And then Eric then asks Frank if he ever got laid, which is I found incredibly upsetting because he's now a 79-year-old man and your brother
2: It's like, if I say yes, it's kind of awkward, and if I say no, it's pathetic. (laughs) And
1: also, I'm an old 79-year-old man, and also, you are my brother from the past.
2: It's all all weird. It's
1: really upsetting and sad, and I don't like it at all.
2: It's all very uncomfortable.
1: Because, like, I don't know, man. One of you has not seen the other person for three years, and the other one uh, about 70-something years, maybe. Or sixty years, right? You'd think that would be a rather like. what Would they even like talk about you know? I guess if Jeez. they ever got laid, it's weird. I don't like it. it sucks. He he he
2: wants to ask him like like he's talking to his. Think about this. He's talking to his brother from sixty years into mm-hmm. the future. You like say say i I came back sixty years from the future, Old man John, yes, and you ask me, you got laid dude. a man who has seen <laughs> <Right>? the future,
1: <laughs> hey, you got laid <laughs> nice dude uh, sixty nine am I right, dude <laughs>
2: nice dude <laughs> <laughs>
1: Um, and then Eric then acts as oh, fu- still- if we
2: if It'd be funny if someone said, like, so you're 69 years old, and <laughs> suddenly <laughs> nice went, he and suddenly went nice, and then, like, the people from the 50s were like, what? And yeah. he's just like, oh, I'm sorry, it's just a, th- it's just a thing we do It's in a future. dank, it's what we
1: call it, it's we would call in the future, a dank <laughs> meme.
2: It's like, like what, it's wet? A meme? What is that? <laughs>
1: Um, and then one—that's a big pro- yeah. That's a
2: huge problem in this movie. Is like, is that because the people from the fifties go to the present, and we'll get into this, but they do not spend nearly enough time, like, like playing up the fact that like they should be dazzled by what they're seeing, and they're just totally just taking it. No,
1: in. they all seem pretty disappointed, actually.
2: Yeah, honestly, they—they're probably like, "Where's the flying cars? Where's the monorails? We were promised. Do we have moon bases?"
1: No, we do have the rad ass thing called the dank memes and internet, though. It's yeah, pretty cool.
2: the future is 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 the future's stu- now, old man. The future is is stupider and more awesome than you could have possibly imagined.
1: And then Eric then acts as if they're finally at war with the Soviets. And then one of the SEAL team dudes acts as in response, "What's the Soviet? What's a Soviet?" A little laugh track there as everyone sort of laughs, you know
2: what's a Soviet it's like <laughs> okay I get that you're a jarhead but for fuck's sake you should know what a, the Soviet Union right
1: is. you were alive when it collapsed you know
2: also aren't they from the 50s who the, the oh the, 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 the
1: oh no well, okay no because 19 so been 49 because he was born in 1930 Frank was. So, okay,
2: 1949. We were already in the middle of the Cold War right. with the Soviets. That was the other thing. Although we weren't at war, war though. So maybe that's the question sure. he's asking. Like, anyway, like, oh, did we? Actually, anyway, the guy who said what's the the a nukes? Soviet
1: should probably know what a Soviet is because again, uh, he's the, in the fucking military. More importantly, it also the Soviet Union fell when when in his life because that guy was probably like yeah. 30 or something. Yeah, Yeah. Um, then it shows sort of a funny little joke where it shows that Eric drew a spaceship on a wall.
2: Oh, that it's was okay. That was actually a good joke. That was actually a good it's joke. Kind of a a a good joke. So humor, so one right? of the petroglyphs he's drawn is of a flying saucer and a bunch of like people looking up at it. And I thought that was actually a really good joke. It was kind of like, oh, you, you created the ancient aliens conspiracy right. theory. Like I thought that was actually a really good joke. And it was very subtle. Like they just showed it really quickly and then just moved on. Um so like I actually thought that was like surprisingly um, restrained on the part of the asylum. That like they actually had a good joke, but they didn't milk it too much. They, it was just it was just gently planted in there. But I thought that was actually really fun. Right.
1: Then they go to stargaze on a computer background of the sky, which is very nice.
2: Oh yes, a little CGI night sky. And then
1: they have this sort of uh, Eric and Frank. They have this sort of nice, sort of deep conversation about you know the past and the present. And you know what is it like to live in the moment or whatever? It's kind of good writing, you know. It's actually it's, it's probably okay. the sweetest thing that asylum has written in a while.
2: It's the best character development we've seen in like fuck. I can't even remember how right.
1: long. Right. Maybe we'll throw a little clip in here just so you know. You can get a little bit emotional too, if you if you uh, if you want to. I guess. You
0: couldn't have known, Frank. Tracer was damaged on impact wasn't your fault. Nothing you could have done about it. I should have seen it coming. I should have known.
1: Frank. Look
0: at this. This amazing adventure. I'm seeing things that no man has ever seen.
1: Or ever will see.
0: I'm going to go back to a world that's just as new and exciting as this one. It wasn't supposed to end like this.
1: Whose life ever turns out to be the way it's supposed to?
2: It's the most sincere, you know, thing the asylum has created in ages.
1: Right. Yeah, it's nice though. I don't know. I liked it. It's it's chill. It's
2: good. It's good. It's but yeah, then chill. it's merely cool, but... <laughs> it's then
1: immediately ruined by uh, we see a pterodactyl making a, a bird sound, like a hawk sound.
2: Yes, it makes a fucking hawk sound. I <laughs> love that. Sucks. Squeak! They're
1: panicking. Ah, oh, shit, what does a pterodactyl sound like? Oh, fuck it, put a bird sound in there. I don't know.
2: <laughs> yeah. They couldn't even get like... Oh, fuck, who cares? Yeah, who cares? <laughs> Anyway.
1: <laughs> they couldn't be bothered. I mean, the sign has been known to making bird sounds just sticking on monsters.
2: Uh, I, the nothing beats the seagull aliens, yes. obviously, but but that is pretty fucking lazy.
1: So they finally make it back to the wormhole pole thingy. Um, but then before that, one of them is grabbed by a pterodactyl, making a bird sound. Oops. And it flies away. But then Eric takes out a bow and arrow and shoots it at it perfectly, <laughs> and it blows up pretty much.
2: I That that just made no goddamn sense. <laughs> and the soldier was okay, I guess? He fell like 30 feet. Despite... I,
1: I, I, who cares? Because they all die <laughs> like two seconds later, I think.
2: I think so. Every soldier it,
1: I, in in and was who's left is gonna die uh, very soon.
2: Seal Team Seven, America's elite force, uh, you know, pride of the best. Sealed, all that. Seal Team shit.
1: gone in six seconds. Exactly. So they finally make it back to the portal, but something is amiss uh, when Eric starts realizing uh, what's about to happen, which is that Frank is going to have to stay behind to turn off the portal on the other end.
2: Yes. Yeah, so, so someone has to stay behind to turn off the portal.
1: Uh, Everyone's like, yeah, okay, cool. And
2: Frank <laughs> in- insists it has to be him.
1: Right. Which I guess makes you know,
2: sense. No, the other guys, the other guys published some resistance to this, and Frank was like, Frankly, I it I probably am- should
1: have been one of the military dudes, because, again, they do die, <laughs> like you know, a couple seconds later. Yeah, but, After like, they're scene. not
2: fun to, as, like, actual... They're not actually going to sacrifice anything. They're not fun as heroes. Mm-hmm. So Frank Frank actually is, like, the only kind of, like, interesting, you know, yeah. character.
1: Right, yeah, so Frank stays behind. There's a scene where everyone sort of hops in, and Frank is, like, the one girl that sort of, like, Frank... Poke,
2: Pokeballs out there, you know. Right,
1: the, this, one, this one girl, right before she jumps out, Frank is, like... It's kind of a creepy scene where he, he then grabs her chin by kiss her her and then decides oh, to kiss her a... forehead instead and it's like Ick.
2: yeah that was awkward
1: it's it's more awkward because the actors i don't know you know it's and there's no like, consistency
2: yeah. between like how long they stand in the in the the portal and when they actually get digitized yeah some of them it happens instantly and some of them they're in there for a full like five seconds before they get digitized it's
1: weird, cause the digit the digitizing thing sort of implies a breaking down of my, like atoms or whatever Oh,
2: which yeah. means do and they like all die and then
1: re- get reassembled in the yeah. future probably maybe probably oh it's not impossible but yeah so they make it all back to present day present time. Um, they're all happy. They're all cheering. But then suddenly, a T-Rex pop jumps out of the teleport. I I guess somehow.
2: Oh yeah, so so Frank wasn't able to to close it off in time before Big Red came through. And then he's and out he starts stomping on everyone in the warehouse. All the
1: all the SEAL team dudes die. I think
2: room. yeah, the last I think the last Seal Team Seven dude who came out is is fine is, is and then the scientists in um, who were wearing lab coats over black T shirts, <laughs> which I loved. Um, they or um, no, I think they were purple T shirts. Um, they um, the the T Rex Oms on them, um, and yeah, and yeah, and then this is where we get the big chase scene around downtown LA. All the
1: cave people escape, of course, all four of them. Plus, like, the real commander guy who's, like, running the whole operation in the first place. The we'll mustache way guy. Way back yeah, earlier yeah. in
2: the movie. Yeah, yeah. The mustache guy from Journey to the Center of the Earth, who's also in this movie. He's there.
1: Yes, yeah, so the so the T Rex leaves the terrorized LA. It immediately proceeds to step on a car that explodes under its foot. And I its love that. It steps somehow? on
2: a van and then, like, it, and then it just boof, and then it steps off and it's just in flames. This is
1: another great straw I might make a gif out of that sucks and looks bad. So it look looks so bad.
2: That. It looks so funny. I loved it. Um, yeah, so they're just, like, running around, like, the arts district. Yeah, well, the squirrel. warehouse district, yeah. <laughs> right, the ab- oh, I'm sorry. The abandoned warehouse district. No, re- it's not the, abandoned.
1: The, it's highly, it's highly used. It's famous a fa- famous abandoned warehouse abandoned district of Los Angeles. Everyone lives there. It's where the culture is. We all know this.
2: Um, so they're running back and forth between, um, kind of the like Broadway area of downtown LA, which is where like, kind of like there's a lot of old buildings and so kind of like the skid row area. Mm. Um, and they're just, like, running around like like this, like, constantly. At one point, they get into a helicopter. Yeah, they eventually decide to get a helicopter.
1: For some reason, they all yeah. hop in the helicopter. For some reason, Dude, I don't and, know and, why. And the,
2: 50s, and the 50s people are totally nonplussed by that. They're just like, oh, yeah, I'm helicopter. Sure. And they just hop on board. They're not, like, kind of like, what is this? They um, proceed to attempt like,
1: to contact a police chopper.
2: Oh, right, police uh, chopper. And then the, the, the mustache guy describes the the animal they're looking for and and like he tries to avoid saying the word dinosaur but the but the police chopper guys are like huh sorry what are we looking for and then he just outspread. it's like we're looking for a dinosaur we're looking for a dinosaur and they're like who who is this they're yeah, like, they're
1: unconvinced and then they they don't do very much
2: Un- unreason- unreasonably, so until the T. Rex leaps up and and yanks their. But first of all, but of the first sky. of
1: all, before they do that, they try and use like infrared to find the dinosaur, oh. but they can't oh. because the dino is cold-blooded.
2: Fucking hell! You know, I fucking <laughs> hated that shit.
1: Which is, and I'm not sure that's how that works.
2: That's not how that works. Dinosaurs were not cold-blooded. God. More importantly, planet. I'm pretty
1: sure you might be able to see them in some form, uh, mainly because you can probably see all the fires it's making.
2: It, 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 if, uh, <laughs> yes yes the, no i love this there's all this like stock footage of like um aerial shots of downtown la and traffic's just going on like normal it's all it's all good um
1: only about 50 people live in la in this movie too so it's not that big yeah. of a deal if it gets destroyed or anything
2: it's all good. It's all good. Don't mind, don't mind those stock footage shots where you see like hundreds of cars on the streets of downtown L.A. It's all good. The Dino only stomps like two of them.
1: So yeah, it, then the Dino then jumps and eats a helicopter, which you would soon would kill the dinosaur immediately because it does blow up in its
2: mouth. And also no, ate a bunch of metal. He, <laughs> no, but this is Big Red. He's impervious to bullets.
1: Right, but then he eats a helicopter and would probably die because I think if anything, any helicopter it would die.
2: No, but this is Big Red. He's impervious. I know.
1: <laughs> yeah, but the helicopter is different than a bullet. I think. No, I think but this is Big Red. And he's impervious to bullets. I'm pretty sure swallowing a helicopter wouldn't be great for your general digestive, you know, zone. You could say the same
2: shit like Godzilla, though. Probably. Yeah, but like... Godzilla's
1: a big magic radioactive monster.
2: Maybe Big Red is too.
1: It's possible, I guess. It's, it's, through, the you don't know aliens, what the time, you,
2: know? you don't know what the time portal does.
1: Or those ancient aliens. He might have been a biological w- war weapon created by the aliens to kill off the remaining humans from the past. If you think about it, well,
2: you th- there you go to solve the paradox.
1: Uh, so yeah, the hel- police helicopter is destroyed. Uh, they start firing at the Dino with the chopper gun. Which oh, is I love nothing. that they're like
2: hovering directly in front of it. Like you keep seeing the head of Big Red through the, their their front window. So like, so ostensibly they're hovering like. Thirty feet above the ground, shooting at it, and and doesn't do anything because, again, Red is impervious to bullets.
1: Which which gets stupider as the movie goes on.
2: It's so fucking stupid.
1: So Eric and his and the rest of his gang then proceed to jump out of the helicopter for some some reason. I
2: love that. I love that CJ shot when they jump out of the, when they hop out of the helicopter and fall thirty feet and <laughs> land cat-like on solid pavement.
1: They're gonna fight it on the ground for some reason. They just that's what run. they're gonna do. Oh, and this
2: is where we get the great line where they start where they start running, and the um the mustache guy says, "General, um, dude, yeah. Like they've been they've been in the Cretaceous where there's like half the oxygen of today. They're they're like they're like Olympic uh uh runners out there now. So so ostensibly because they've come to a time where it's like, oh my god, we can breathe full air. Woo, 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 woo. We can just like run like fast, which they're, they're yeah they jump real fast. fast. They
1: jump and run real fast. And they jump real high, John. It's like they got flubber on their feet, but like forever, dude. It's crazy.
2: I wish. Oh my god, that would have been so good. (laughs) Because you don't see this, you're just told this that, like, wow, like, there's. Now, there's that one scene where the
1: girl runs and jumps on a car and then jumps off, and it's like, dude, that's so cool.
2: But it was very poorly shot, it was just like, <laughs> run, jump, God, dude, cut, cool shit, sh- cut, she's on top of the car, cut, she's behind the car. It's rad. Like, that That's it. No, what they should have flubbered it. Oh, God, they should have flubbered it. That would have been so good.
1: Um. Then the T-Rex proceeds to stealth kill a couple construction workers. I don't understand how no one can hear the giant thumping or... You yeah, know, seriously. it's like Jurassic World two all over again, where the T Rex or sneaks up on people.
2: I yeah, how? <laughs>
1: it's stupid. I hate it. all every dinosaur movie does this too with the T Rex. The T Rex just somehow pops up behind someone and eats them.
2: Immediately, yeah, easy.
1: Um, so that happens. Their big plans are going to lure it down the L A tunnel, which I don't remember the name. Oh, of the the, oh, the really God. old oh, one. Okay.
2: Okay. Okay. Fuck. I yes, because this was a pet peeve of mine. So, so the 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 '50s guys, the cavemen, the '50s guys say. Um like, I know what we'll do. Um, the 3rd Street Tunnel is near here. Uh, we'll we we'll lure it into there. To be clear, they've been running around, like, Skid Row. They've, they've, they're, they like, mm-hmm. they're like probably, like, half a mile from, like, the... Or maybe, like, a full mile from, like, the 3rd Street Tunnel. But whatever, they keep hopping back and forth. Like, as if they're, they're right next to each other. But when they actually get in the tunnel, they're in the 2nd Street Tunnel. The one that's in all the car commercials. So I don't know why they couldn't just call it the 2nd Street Tunnel. This, like... This this annoyed Maybe me.
1: Maybe they thought <laughs> it wasn't the second street tunnel. Maybe. Maybe they don't just know, stupid. but they <laughs> that's I a possibility. I don't get I
2: don't get that. I don't get that. I don't get why they call it the Third Street Tunnel and they're in the second street tunnel. It's like who like like this is this just exists to annoy me, I feel right. like. <laughs>
1: But they also show the the station too. I remember they, they sort of a scene. Oh, um,
2: yeah, that's right. They're they're in the helicopter. They fly over Union Station. Yeah. I thought they were gonna land at Union Station and Aww. the dinosaur chase them at Union It's a station little cute line, which like, I awesome. guess that's
1: one thing that hasn't changed. <laughs>
2: yeah, that's it's like right. oh, I think this one thing hasn't changed, and that's the only like that's the only time they remark on the fact that like they're from the fifties, mm. where it's like, you guys, there's fucking like skyscrapers here that weren't here. Well, it's in the really 50s. funny too
1: because. Again, Union Station should be pretty full of people, I assume at that point in time, right? Like at that that time of night. So I feel like a lot more people not should really. be seeing the dinosaur. I'm <laughs> I just want to say people should be looking at the dinosaur and not
2: uh, just just the people and not be empty. around should be able to see it. There's like apparently no one in downtown LA except for like 3 people. But like that's all I see sees a dinosaur even though in every stock footage shot you see hundreds of cars on the streets.
1: Uh, eventually, they're they're like we're gonna try and lure it down. They can't get his attention because it's busy eating a van. Like it's just <laughs> eating the van, which again would kill is... most animals. I'm pretty sure.
2: But this is big red.
1: It's big red, he's Im- so and therefore... he's impervious to bullets. Yes. Also, wouldn't the one of the big red also have a little problems with the oxygen thing too. I guess you know
2: maybe maybe he's maybe. maybe he's supercharged. Maybe that's why he's able to eat a van.
1: Oh, I see, cause he has more oxygen. I think that would probably yeah. kill it. <laughs> but anywho, all right. So yeah, um, uh, they make it real mad, um, by throwing some rocks and saying, "I hate you." At it,
2: come uh, on, you stupid! I hate you. Idiot. Get out of here! Come on.
1: Uh, it gets mad. They run away. Fi- a fighter jet the fire appears. Fin
2: chasing them. a oh, fighter jet, right? And there's the whole and there's the dumb, lame conversation with between like a military guy was just kind of like, "I'm not gonna order a missile attack on an American city." A non-American city, absolutely. I will totally order a yes, missile tech on that. Sure. But non-American city,
1: that make me look bad. Yeah. So they learn. They learn the tunnel. Uh, which sort doesn't of doesn't them really work. Yeah. And then something a World War II truck is teleports. In oh, front yeah. Of them?
2: So so yeah. So it goes over and then like yeah, and then and then a World War II truck me- like suddenly appears in front of them when Big Red's about to attack them. And, then and, and guess for some who reason, gets this. John it's it's young Frank oh my God it's young Frank and he's hot wow what
1: were you gonna <laughs> say earlier Is it about not the no, World War 2 no. truck okay
2: oh oh that that for some reason the World War 2 tank is able to fight off the dinosaur but not the modern tanks
1: nope because uh the old bullets were made differently yeah or that's something. true. <laughs>
2: you know what the, the old bullets had more lead in yeah them. man that's why the so greatest then, generation made the real weapons. So then
1: Young Frank explains that old Frank went back in time and then told Young Frank about all of the dinosaur stuff. Ev- and, everything. and And then sent Young Frank into the future to then go help Eric.
2: Because what? somehow... Somehow old Frank... Hey, wouldn't
1: old Frank talking to young Frank destroy everything or something, cause some sort of horrifying time paradox yeah, or something like yeah, that? Yeah, doesn't
2: this, doesn't this create a paradox? Maybe.
1: I don't know. The movie or stated it would, but let's pretend it doesn't.
2: There's a bigger paradox here, which we'll... we'll, we'll I'm going to save this. We'll get to this. So you um, would
1: think that... They at at this point they'd all take their last stand underneath the tunnel, right, and get ready to fight off the dinosaur. Well, no, because then they proceed to run around L.A. for the next like ten minutes.
2: They just run around Skid Row and yeah and all that. I think it's been the Eric. Yeah, this is probably
1: the worst, most sloggy part of this movie. Is the scene, the part where they're just sort of running around L.A. for seemingly no reason.
2: They're just running around downtown, just trying to find the stupid dinosaur, which you think would be very easy easy (laughs)
1: because it's causing a lot of damage and it's a lot of fire. So.
2: apparently not, apparently it's a very polite T-Rex
1: alright, so finally they lure the T-Rex back to the tunnel Frank then is like, alright I'm gonna throw the wormhole thingy at the dinosaur and then he does right. it the dinosaur eats it, and then he gets he teleported to back mouth. to the past, so that's dealt yes. with
2: and and they ask him like, where did you teleport uh, um, him, and he says um, where he belongs
1: rad dude, it's such a good line
2: um <laughs> And, um, so, okay, so, um, The day is saved. Day so is saved, um, and so Frank hooks up with the girl who was into him.
1: Yeah, and he knows now because old Frank told him... I guess... I think they state that like, wow, he did tell you, which is a little weird, because like your old, um, your old self's like, hey man, I'm actually, I never, actually, I never actually did get laid. Come on, you can do it.
2: Jesus. So, so let's see. So, so Frank hooks up with, with yeah, that girl, and then there's a a second guy who is, on, and so they're gonna go back to the 50s, mm-hmm. and then there's the second guy. Who's like, come with me, like let's go back to the '50s? And this guy left a wife back back in the '50s. I we totally forgot about this. They had a matter. conversation. <laughs> they, it, her, it, I remember. I remember his wife's name was Viv. Um, and so I remember, and and so I remember uh, he and Frank had a conversation where uh, he goes like, "How's Viv doing?" And Frank goes. Um, I'm sorry, Viv passed away like a couple of years ago, um, cancer, you know. But she fought real hard and stuff, which is like it's a bit much, but okay, mm-hmm. um, you know. Um, it doesn't even have to be cancer; It could just be old age, right. you know. Um, but um, but like he says, like but he's gonna come back to the fifties. He's like, I get to be with Viv, which again, this is also up a giant paradox because Frank is with the girl, and then mm-hmm. that guy gets to be with Viv mm-hmm. when they when he wasn't mm-hmm. with Viv, um, but. Um, Eric, what's his name? Frank's brother? Frank's brother and the girl that he's hooked up with, they're going to stay. Yes, because, because someone, as has, as to tra- someone has to turn off the portal. Right. Someone has to stay behind to turn off the portal, even though. They're in present Also, you day can ask a guy. They, you, can ax, yeah, you, you can just can, ask, you just ask someone guy. else. Just, just
1: ask someone else. In fact, Apparently, someone starts walking, a random guy starts walking behind them as the scene goes oh on. Oh, my God. Just ask God, There's guy. so many. There's a dude walking right behind you. Just ask him. You can ask him. He's oh right my, there. He's right there. Just ask him to do it. He's really cool, too, because he had, like, a cool cane and everything. Just ask him. He's right there. He's right there. Just come on. Do it. There's no <laughs> stupid sacrifice to make around. Just ask the
2: dude behind you. Oh my God! So I forgot bucks. this. There's so many yes. shots. <laughs> There are so many shots where there's just some random guy walking in the background where was ostensibly supposed to be a dinosaur there. Oh, it's so great! It's so great. So yeah, so they could just ask someone. I think what's really going on is I think Eric wants to stay in the future. Yeah, probably. I think because because like Eric and like he's got his girl and so I think they're like, yeah, fuck the 50s. This looks awesome. There's like like cool helicopters and all the cars look rad. Like shit. Yeah, let's let's stay here. I think. I, I think. I think. I. I. My head canon is that all the stuff about like, oh wait, someone has to close the portal. That's just bullshit. He's just making up as an excuse so he can stay in the future. Um. So, but, yeah.
1: Frank goes back. Well, young Frank goes back in time. Uh. Yeah. As long as they present. Yeah. This causes a lot of major problems. These just think about it for a little bit. Huge paradox. Before, creation, before we start talking whatever. about this, though, I do want to mention, they, after after all this stuff ends, where they. You know, everyone goes back to the right proper places in time or Eric doesn't, obviously, but whatever. We then cut to Big Red. It turns out that he got stuck inside the rock mountain and
2: teleported and his and his head is is sticking out of the rock in such a way that it's it's what it. So the T-Rex skull that the climbers found at the beginning of the movie, that was Big
1: Red. Oh, my God. Whoa, that's crazy.
2: And somehow it stayed perfectly it's preserved fun. like that for seventy million don't years, along it. with the petroglyphs.
1: And that's how all dinosaurs—why all dinosaurs—are in underground holes.
2: And that's how that's how they're preserved, just totally whole and all like teleported. completely They were all teleported
1: in underground. Yep. That's how it happened.
2: That's how it happened.
1: Because the Earth's surface hasn't changed in the past seventy million years, John. I don't know if you know this, but it's pretty much stayed pretty much mostly the same.
2: Yeah. Other than like I, I maybe a
1: couple of mountains got a little bit taller, but other than that, like you know, and just a
2: little bit, just a little bit. A couple of volcanoes went off here yeah, and there, it's fine. but like not that much. It's fine. It's, fine. it's all it's good.
1: Fine. There was no meteor. No, <laughs> that didn't happen. Don't worry about it. It's all good.
2: Okay. Don't worry. Don't worry
1: about it. Frankly, it's weird. We don't even know where where the dinosaurs went. I guess they all got teleported underground or something,
2: maybe. Something. You know, I mean, yeah. 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 yeah I mean, how, I mean, how, I mean, like how they get underground? How they get underground? You know? You know? They must I have mean, doesn't make sense. How does it make sense? I mean, dinosaurs would be living underground. Right. How how'd they get underground? How they get underground? You know? I mean, like that's why we found them underground. They couldn't get underground unless they were teleported underground.
1: Exactly. You know? It makes it makes perfect they didn't live logical down there.
2: sense. They didn't live down there. They got teleported um, underground. So yeah. That's the. I'm, movie. Just, I'm, basically do, I'm basically doing Charlie from It's Always Sunny. <laughs> they, like this is his his interpretation of how the okay, dinosaurs so got Okay, so let's
1: discuss the uh, the paradox of this movie, which is all right. So the
2: paradox, not
1: the multiple paradoxes. <laughs> this it's is the creating. movie paradox. Okay, so that would this imply that presumably it doesn't create a new timeline or whatever. We're not even into that. Would this mean that then Frank knew he was going to save the day as old Frank, so he then pretended to lost Eric. So then he can go back in time to then save Eric. So then he can then go back into the future and tell young Eric to save old Eric.
2: That's the only the way future. any of this makes any. That's the only way any of this makes any sense. But he also has to pretend that one of his buddies didn't also get saved and live a happy life with Viv. Right.
1: Yeah, to pretend that he, his wife died.
2: <laughs> right. Or maybe his wife did die.
1: Hmm maybe
2: like that that part could all still be true they could be like happily married and then he died first and then she died a few years later that that could all still be true
1: i just mm.
2: <laughs> but yeah the only way you can you can get you can close this loop is if frank has been lying the whole right. time
1: which i he could it feels yeah. weird Because It's
2: possible, but it doesn't really make sense. It kind of
1: ruins the more intimate conversation they had earlier in the movie is the problem.
2: The the only thing is you have to basically you have to change a bunch of dialogue early in the movie, and then you have to have some kind of reveal where like old Frank pulls out like like a, 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 a picture or something of like of like them like after all this and like and it's to show like oh he actually knew all along
1: right but you he, know? He, he that would actually already
2: yeah like like that's actually how you could how you fix this like he knew all along like like you have to change some of the he dialogue was really to upsetting it... too like, like, and so this could be a big reveal. That should be a really great reveal at the end, so that when you like, if you watch it again, you were like, "Oh, wow, that's dude, why he says but... this, and that's why he <laughs> says this, and that's why he says this."
1: That car thought, I think, unfortunately, and every really well, upsetting thing too is, is all the they all, they, all the other army soldiers who were sent in the future, right? During that one scene, they all were mm-hmm. killed by the T Rex as well.
2: They, they, they are. That's a completely unresolved thing because they ne- they don't get. They will go back in time.
1: No, they're dead, I think. I think they were killed. We just
2: don't see them. We just I think don't they see all them.
1: died and were killed. Uh, yeah. Which is upsetting to think about because there's a bunch of dead corpses. Because the tank, the tank just, drove who off. Who just disappeared from their point in time. Those bodies the, will the never tank- be recovered. <laughs> in the past. Never
2: recovered. That was the actual Philadelphia experiment. Um, it was, Everyone says it's a ship. It wasn't. They just teleported the tank to the future <laughs> and, and it got lost to a dinosaur. Um, but yeah, like we don't know what happened to those guys because the tank just drove off um, to chase Big Red while young Frank stayed behind to have the little emotional moment of like, oh my god, it's Frank! Um, and then we just didn't ever see the tank again.
1: Yeah, it's... uh. I guess, (laughs) I guess, I don't know. I guess they're in the future now or are dead.
2: Well, lately I've been watching my uh, a lot of a uh, dark the the German TV show about uh the with the time travel series that's on Netflix and like holy shit the time travel is so well thought out in that show mm. I've only seen the first season so far so I mean I don't know if it gets shit but the time travel is so well thought out that watching something like this just kind of hurts your head because it's like. But no, this is supposed to happen. Right. You're supposed to take this into consideration, and this, and this, and this, and you didn't think about any of that.
1: Hmm. I don't know. It's weird. It's upsetting. Because also, it kind of it's it's not upsetting. It's kind of it's
2: upsetting
1: just, in some ways, in the sense.
2: Uh, I still kind of enjoy this movie. I mean, like it's it's really stupid, but like, but there was kind of a it was kind of a fun stupid.
1: Uh-huh. Yeah, I'll give you that. There's some good stuff in it, I think. There's uh, some good moments. Yeah, I don't know. It I was alright. Yeah. Maybe I don't recommend this film, but you know, I'll give it a half thumbs up.
2: Uh, you know, uh, uh, you know, middling. You know, like, meh,
0: you
2: know, yeah, you know, yeah. That yeah. that's my rating. Uh, uh um, I would have five.
1: <laughs> no, it's not upsetting. What, what, like. The whole time travel thing, but uh, it is certainly
2: dumb. It's it's frustrating at times. Let's right. Put it that way.
1: What's more upsetting is this IMD trivia piece that doesn't have any info, but it's <laughs> <laughs> it's weird. I'm gonna read it to you. Oh no! What is this gonna be? It is very much possible that the creators of this movie mm. may have wanted more character development with the mar- marines evidence of this scene is deleted scene of showing what the marines did the night before the time jump such as Burke talking to the phone seemingly about family issues by the way he makes stressful gestures with his hands while Jones and uh, uh, Mariggs play a game of cards ending with Jones saying a vulgar remark by Mariggs' mother since the movie was partially rushed due to a deadline, most of the marines ended up with little to no character development and are often cited as the most bland characters in this movie, with Reno and the old research team being the ones with character. Despite all this, there are some of the most important characters in the first half of this movie. So thank you, MDG. <laughs> They're the yeah. only
2: characters in the first half of the movie. You know what? I'm going to say this may have been a decision ba- based out of laziness and uh, and like a deadline, but I think it was actually the best decision they made mm. uh, because none of those them. Marine guys – are interesting, and so I kind of I like the fact that they just went, nah, fuck it, we're not going to give him any right. character. The real characters are these guys from the fifties. They're the real characters. They're our real heroes because none of those marine guys survive the first uh-huh. like the the halfway point of the film. So it doesn't matter. Don't bother giving them character development. They because they don't matter. I mean, it's weird because like they're the your 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 main characters for the first half of the movie, but fuck it, they don't matter. Right. And so I think that was actually I think deleting that that shit was actually a really good decision on the part of the boss Also,
1: is a really good decision on uh, our part because it means I don't memorize eight characters' names.
2: You don't need to. <laughs> Seal Team Seven means Jack Seal
1: Team shit. Dumb. Yeah. Um. This is. This also reveals a rather important info thing that was something we've never really even considered once. Is the concept of deleted scenes in Asylum movies?
2: I didn't realize. I was just gonna say I didn't realize Asylum films. Had How much are we missing
1: scenes. on on the bonus content on some of these DVDs that we're watching? Right. Oh, like oh as like
2: oh as if these movies had DVD releases. Well, you do. You
1: can buy them right now, John. You can buy the DVD at Blockbuster away. <laughs> Um, so I like I like this type of trivia, right? Where it's a guy shoves his own personal theories into the trivia box because no one's gonna care, no one's gonna correct you or stop yeah. you because it's a stupid asylum movie. So I think I should Music start care. doing. So let me start here. So it's a well-known fact that aliens were actually the main reason why the dinosaurs were all killed in the first place. You see, this is subtly revealed in the movie with the fact that Big Red is found uh, locked into the rock as many dinosaurs are in the real world which clearly implies that aliens potentially uh and most certainly sent all of the dinosaurs into a further point in the past causing them to get lodged into the ground where we then find them today so there you go that's the new imd trivia piece uh it's that, it's, that just uh, it's on trivia sense. so it means it must be true yeah
2: it's gotta be uh, true.
1: So that was a hundred million BC. No, oh,
2: this man! This man knows what he's talking about. No, this man knows what he's talking about. Fuck those paleontologists! This man knows what he's talking about.
1: <laughs> um, yeah. Next week or whenever. We I like watch.
2: how I like how he starts. I like how he starts every single thing with "It's a well-known fact." Mm-hmm. Because this is this is two IMDb things you've read to me about this movie that both started with "it's a well-known well known." Well, actually,
1: no. He's actually started. To, it's very much possible. So you know, it's close enough.
2: Oh, it's very much yes, yes. Is it possible? Is it's it
1: very possible? much possible. Is the creators possible? of the movie may have wanted more character development. I I, just, yeah. I like it. <laughs> is it possible? I, I, I wouldn't imagine writing this much, putting this much effort in writing an opinion piece of like a potential version of this movie. Right. I like it. Yeah, good on you, uh, Anonymous or whoever did wrote this in. it's <laughs> yes, next time we watch Deaf Racers, which is probably just gonna be Speed Race or Street Racer again. Um, yeah. So look forward to that. Oh, it would
2: be fun if it. I, I no. Um, I bet this is gonna be a ripoff of Deaf Race. Oh yeah, the, and I know, I know, it's, I know, I know,
1: it's raged. gonna be yeah. about Deaf Race, just like Street Racer is about Speed Racer, John.
2: Right, of course, of course, of course,
1: of course. Um, on the cover here it says "Insane Clown Posse and W.E.'s Raven in Death Racers." What? Insane Clown Posse and W.E.'s Raven in Death Racers. Okay. <laughs> so, you know, that's, I okay. don't know if what they actually really mean by that. I don't know if those characters, those those people are going to be in this movie or they're just going to be, like, you know, or inspirations the of them.
2: I don't know, but I'm intrigued.
1: Mm-hmm. Apparently this movie is also this, uncut, this... uncensored, and unbelievable, too. So that's very exciting as well.
2: Okay. Well, um, I'm intrigued. It could be interesting or it could just be edgelord shit. But, <laughs> it's going to be um, edgelord
1: trash because it's the asylum.
2: May- Maybe maybe they really know their audience. Be prepared know.
1: for many uh dust clouds of blood that pop when someone's oh, head my
2: explodes. God that'd be cool.
1: Would it be cool, John?
2: No, it's gonna be <laughs> CGI trash.
1: <laughs> um yeah, if you wanna tell us about your CGI trash, please email us at enter the silent podcast at gmail.com.
2: What's your line?
1: Oh, I think yeah. I, I'll just make my quote of the day: being eat your fucking
2: pills, take your fucking pills, take your fucking pills." I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say that's big red for you.
1: Check, please.
2: Cue laugh track. Yeah, I was gonna say cue laugh track.
1: <laughs> Goodbye, everybody.
2: Bye.